What's up, people? Welcome to Uncommon Grounds, a production of the Quinnipiac University Podcast Studio. This is a podcast about students from our School of Communications. I'm your host, Chris Roush. I'm the dean of the school. In this episode, I interviewed Jackson Maine, who is a senior journalism major from Vermont. We're going to talk about his role as general manager of WQAQ and his internship with a minor league baseball team. This show is produced by Evan Koch. Thanks for listening. Jack, welcome to the show. Hey, you know what? I'm super excited to be here. Thanks for having me. So tell me about general manager of WQAQ. What all does that involve? Uh, So essentially, I oversee the entire station and all 50-plus programs that we put on. Uh, We stream 24 hours a day, seven days a week uh, to the Quinnipiac community and worldwide at WQAQ.com. And basically, I just got to make sure that everyone gets their show off the ground running. And then uh, right now, we're working on a couple of big projects, including... The Fall Fest, it's going to be our first Fall Fest in two years. We've got some amazing headliners. I've been working with an amazing crew behind the scenes, getting that taken care of, and uh, really just kind of keeping up with the day-to-day of the station, making sure everything looks really great, managing the uh, the the general, or excuse me, the, the executive board that, I, that we put together, and, uh, you know, really just making sure that uh, people have the opportunity to have a voice that they can put out there anywhere they want. All right. I want to I want to talk about a specific program. You do on WQAQ. Okay. <laughs> do you know Do you know Brian and TJ? Um, I TJ as in Toyloy. No. Oh, oh, TJ as in TJ Bo- from Fiji. As TJ Boston TJ. Boston TJ. I'm not sure that I do. They have a show every Wednesday from one to three. Yeah. Where all Come they, talk about Boston sports. The, all they do is talk about yeah. Boston sports. You know the <laughs> I do, show. I do know the show, yes. Okay. I was on the show last week. You were? Yes, I was. Amazing. As a guest. How'd that go? It went okay. Yeah? Yeah. I think that you could, though, provide them some pointers. Okay. Like there was no intro. Okay. We're working on that. So uh, John Surratt, my production manager, he's been... Uh, working on putting together the uh, the new show intros for the fall semester. All right, uh, and and I'm sure those guys signed up. If they didn't sign up, we gotta we gotta try to make sure. We I'm, one of the things that I'm really really trying to harp on this year is the production value that goes into every single show. You know, teaching kids how to prepare a show beforehand before they go on the air and talk for an hour or two hours, uh, because it really is important how you sound and how you prepare. And a lot of that has to do with the work that you do before you even, you know, press the live button. Uh, so definitely yeah. that's one of the big one yeah. of the big uh, goals coming into this yeah. fall. Brian and TJ, they do a good show. They just need some some refining and some polishing. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. Oh, all the programming, I, I've listened to a majority of the programming, um, and it, 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 we, we, I feel like we have some really, some really great shows. All right. Uh, Tell me about why you came to Quinnipiac. What was what was so attractive to Quinnipiac for yeah. a kid from Vermont? Uh, well, first of all, my mom wasn't going to be able to just, like, you know, pop in on me. I could have gone <laughs> to the University of Vermont, been 10 minutes from home, had home-cooked meals every Sunday. Um, or I could have just gotten out a little bit. But uh, really, you know, what, what brought me to Quinnipiac was the School of Communications uh, I've known since I was in middle school, elementary school, that I wanted to be in media some way, somehow. 
uh, whether that was forging my own career on social media or getting from like a local journalism startup kind of what I'm trying to aim for right now um you know I looked at a lot of schools I looked at a lot of schools in the New England area I didn't really want to leave New England uh and I had never heard of Quinnipiac until my advisor you know, my sophomore year of high school said hey check out this mid-major division one school in in Connecticut called Quinnipiac and I was like Quinnipiac I like couldn't spell it I didn't never heard of it before never even heard of the poll and then and you, and you still can't spell it. No, I probably can't. It's actually even on my hoodie here, and I, I still got to look down to make sure I can spell it correctly. But um, it, it was just, you know, it was love at first sight. I'm not going to lie. This was the first school that I actually ever got mail from. It was the first school that I toured. Uh, I loved it so much. I applied early decision, got in, and have had absolutely just the most amazing first three years. And you know, I'm really looking forward to, to what the future holds as well. So where did this interest in sports come from? Uh, well, growing up in New England, it's really easy to get into sports when you have, you know, four winning franchises uh, that you uh, have the opportunity to follow. Uh, but, you know, I, my, my, I remember specifically being in kindergarten and my dad asking me if I wanted to play Little League for the first time. And uh, from there, I met some of my, uh, my good friends, you know, that I'm still friends with today uh, in my first Little League team. And you know, my grew uh, my my affection for baseball kind of started right there from the bottom, and then right around that same time, the Red Sox had won uh, 2004, and then they were winning again in 2007. So, I was able to kind of capture the uh, the wave of you know young Red Sox fan growing up in New England, and uh, just kind of rode you know rode the high from that, uh, and and still currently riding the high from that, and it's it's why I you know it's why I, I want to do what I want to do. And so tell me about other things that you've been involved in uh, since you've been at Quinnipiac besides WQAQ. How, do, how have you manifested your, your love of sports uh, during your time here? So I was dead set on just doing play-by-play, being on air. I wanted to be the face of whatever I could have been. And I didn't really take the step back to look at the big picture and look at everything that goes on before you – uh, step in front of the camera, and uh, I was uh, I joined QBSN right away. I joined WQAQ right away, and I was like, I just want to join the first two, kind of get my feet wet. Uh, and then it really wasn't until my second semester freshman year that I joined Q30, and that was really what uh, opened my eyes to the rest of you know local journalism. And that was uh, you know you have the opportunity to cover teams. Even if you're not on the air, you know, going to games, sitting in press row, uh, you know, writing about it, taking pictures, shooting video, something or another that just kind of allows you to be in your favorite setting, even if you're not on the mic, if you're not in front of the camera. Uh, it's, it's, it's a rush. It's a, it's, a, it's a feeling that you just cannot duplicate anywhere else, uh, from, at least for myself. And, you know, coming from, uh, coming from Vermont – you know, the, the big sports are hockey and skiing and a little bit of basketball. And I knew nothing about hockey. I knew nothing about professional skiing before uh, coming to Quinnipiac. And then you have a couple of Winter Olympics. You go to a couple of games at the People's United Center, and you really start to pick up on the, on the nuances of every single little sport. And all of a sudden, you're, you're broadcasting the field hockey team, and you're, you, know, you know every single player on the, on the Quinnipiac field hockey team when you thought you had absolutely no shot 
of doing anything like that uh, on the day one that you stepped on campus. And so the, the, my eyes were very much opened when I started uh, joining the other organizations, Q30 uh, in particular. So was field hockey the first sport that you covered? Yeah, this is actually this is actually a great story. Um, so John Surratt and I were first years, and this was about so four years ago, three years ago, this month. Uh, we got our we got assigned our first play-by-play color commentator call, Quinnipiac field hockey against Fairfield. But the game wasn't happening here; it was actually happening on Yale's campus. So. John and I Ubered. Why, why was it at Yale? I, I don't know. There was, okay. it, was like, it was a neutral turf game, or it was okay. like Marist or whatever team they were playing didn't have a home turf, so they went to Yale. And John and I Ubered to, to New Haven, and we got to the stadium. It took us 20 minutes just to find it because Yale's athletic complex is ginormous. And we got there. We checked in with Kevin Noonan, the SID, and he had no idea that we were coming to the game. So as soon as we show up, we're like, hey, you know, we're from QBSN, thinking that, like, they would have stuff ready for us to go. And they were like, you are? Why are you here? And then all of, us, and all of a sudden, we're stuck there. It's freezing cold. We Ubered, so we have no car. And we're like, well, wh- wh- what the hell do we do? I mean, do we stay here? Do we pretend to call the game? Or do we just leave? Because, and we ended up leaving because we we were freshmen. We had no. We were scared. We were like, we're in New Haven. We don't have a car, so we like walked to a local McDonald's, like two, three miles down the road, and we called an Uber and we came back. That was our first ever experience calling play by play, and it didn't even happen. Isn't that great? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to but, Kirby but, for but, that. But 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 knowing you and Surat, that's this is not a surprise. <laughs> no, it wasn't. We actually documented a little bit of it. Uh, it's long lost video, but. <laughs> Maybe it'll surface up somewhere. <laughs> Tell me about your internship this summer. You interned for a minor league team in in Vermont. What what, what were you doing for them? So uh, it wasn't a minor league team. Uh, this was a this was a former minor league team that disbanded, and uh, they are now part of the Futures League, the okay. Futures Collegiate Baseball. Okay, League, right? so it's so. college players playing during the summer. Yeah, exactly. So uh, with the realignment of and what is it, the Swamp Rats? Lake monsters. The lake, lake monsters. Don't swamp rats. Swamp rats. Come on, we're higher class than that in Burlington. This is the oldest active professional baseball stadium in America. Older than Wrigley. Older than Fenway. How old? Nineteen oh three. Centennial okay. Field, Burlington, okay. Vermont. Older than Rickwood in Birmingham, Alabama. You're darn right. All right. There you go. All right. Um. I wasn't technically an intern for them, but what we did was, you know, I did a lot of the social media work. So I would take my my cam my camera, my it was my Canon T6i. I hooked a microphone up to it. I sat in a dugout. I filmed the, some of the players. I took some pictures of them, and uh, it was a, it was a ton of fun to be able to do that. I made a lot of really amazing connections with some of the local uh, journalism community up in uh, up in Burlington, which is where I want to start my career, uh, and. It was really it was an opportunity that was uh, second to none, and then also working with uh, Brady Farkas over at uh, ninety-six point one WDEV in Waterbury, Vermont. Uh, that was another opportunity where I got to, you know, talk to some of the best of the best in the business, including Freddie Coleman of ESPN, Buster Only of ESPN, Will Fleming of WEEI. Uh, just you know some some names that you know I aspire to be when I you know eventually become a, a pro at this, but. Uh, talking to them, interviewing them, and, and booking guests. It was like one of those, one of those surreal, you know, moments that I'll just never forget. 
So is the goal still play-by-play? Yeah, that's a great question. I'm not closing my doors to any opportunities because what I've learned, if anything, in these four years is that even though I'm the general manager at, of a radio station and I'm heavily involved in QBSN and I'm heavily involved in Q30, you know, it doesn't really matter, you know, what I'm doing right now in terms of where I'm going to start my career because even though I might be typecasted as this radio guy, as this podcast guy, I feel like I have the skill and the connection to be able to go into uh, a multimedia journalism job at a local TV station. And that's because of the connections that you make doing anything. You know, if I do a play-by-play call for QBSN, I make the connections with QBU Athletics, who then have the ability to put me on ESPN calls or, or, or something like that. And that just is the, the little things that just build your resume that people notice and so while I'm not closing my door to any opportunity right now the goal would be just to get back up to Burlington start my career it's a top 100 market it's perfect for out of college I'd be able to live in my parents basement rent free hopefully uh, and you know start my career where I really owe my entire life to parents basement (laughs) (laughs) i I do still have a room actually my room at home i have one wall that's just this big beautiful picture of fenway park i think uh you've definitely seen it oh i i think my son's had that same (laughs) (laughs) we had we had a we had a wall when in my my sons were growing up we had a big room in, in one house that they shared and one of the walls was just a big mural of Fenway. Yeah. Starting with the green monster on the left. Yep. And go into the pesky pole. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. We, so I've got that. So that I think picture. I'm familiar with, uh, with what you're talking about. Yeah. And you've definitely seen it being on a, we did a couple of zoom podcasts of the Mac and main show. <laughs> okay. Uh, and you definitely were on, okay. would, would have seen that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jack, do, do we want to talk about, uh, our, our personal, uh, battles on the Mac and main show? <laughs> Listen, Chris likes to say that he's 2-0 and against me in sports <laughs> trivia, but for the smartest guy in the school of communications, the man doesn't watch the smartest show on television, which is Jeopardy. He didn't know the rules of Jeopardy. I did, and he lost because of what he thinks is a technical technicality, and I lost, and he and I won because I knew the rules, and... Um, you know we're we're what we're one and one against each other. We in, are one in and Jeopardy? one. So 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 my my downfall the first time we did this was I on Final Jeopardy I I bet all of my money because I didn't know what I was doing. I did do not watch Jeopardy. I'm I'm I apologize to humanity for this, but it is just not something I'm interested in. <laughs> hey, listen, listen. That's that's a you problem. I got my victory. I was so shocked. That I won when Morgan Tensa announced the final score. <laughs> I was so elate. I beat the dean of the school of communications <laughs> in a game of sports trivia. Yeah, well, no that, one else can say that, that. That'll never happen again. You know who wants to play you is Jacob Resnick. Really? Is he good? Well, you know who Jacob Resnick is. Yeah. Right? Well, he has been lobbying. He's a Mets fan, though. He, hey, listen, there's nothing wrong with Mets fans. They're just Yankee fans that we have problems with, right? <laughs> the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Uh, the matter of the fact is, is uh, he has been lobbying to come on the show and have you test his baseball knowledge. Because okay. while, he, while, yes, he specializes in the Mets and the Mets minor league system, he, he, he knows about baseball. Can, can we do like pre-1980 baseball? Sure. Uh, sure. Set it up. 
I listen, this is your show. I <laughs> I am sitting on the other side of the chair for the first time in my career and I'm I'm absolutely loving the questions that I'm S- getting thrown. Set set that up. <laughs> Wait, we can make it happen. Yeah. You want to make it happen on my show or on your on your show? On your show. All right, we'll on, make it on, happen on the, on the Mac and Main show. show. Jacob is coming on our show tonight. We have a lot to talk about All right. concerning the yeah. uh the playoffs. By by the way, uh this is apropos of nothing other than people wanting to be on shows. Both of my sons mm-hmm. want to be on this show, this this podcast show. And I've tried to explain to them that they don't qualify because they're not Quinnipiac students. And this show is all about Quinnipiac students. How old is your son? How old they're, are your sons? They're 29 and 24. Oh, geez. So they're way past college. Yeah. And, and their argument is, Dad, if you have us on the show, Quinnipiac students will learn so much more about you. That's a that's and a see, good but point. that's what I'm afraid of. Well, listen, <laughs> if you guys want to learn anything about Chris Roush, take business reporting, and uh, you will learn all you need to know about Chris Roush. Maybe even get sick of him by the end of it. <laughs> Can we talk some smack about some journalism professors? Is that no, allowed? No, no, show? that's that's not allowed. <laughs> Although I I will say that I I got a text this weekend from a journalism professor talking smack about you. About oh, it was. It was, uh, I know who it is. I'm, I'm not going to share the name. Well, I know who it is. All right. And that's fine. I have smack to talk about them, too. All right. All right. All right. We are out of time. I want to thank Jack Maine for joining us on Uncommon Grounds. Thanks, Jack. Thank you. That was my interview with Jack Maine, who is a senior journalism major here in the School of Communications. He's also general manager of WQAQ, our student-run radio station. Uncommon Grounds is hosted by me, Chris Rauch. I'm the Dean of the School of Communications at Quinnipiac University. This show is produced by Evan Koch, who also does the music. To learn more about all of our podcasts, visit qu.edu slash podcast. You can listen to our podcast on the platform or app of your choice. Definitely check us out on Twitter and Instagram at qupodcast. Do you have a story to share? Something you want us to talk about? Find us on social media or shoot us an email. That address is qupodcasts at qu.edu. Until then, keep your distance, wash your hands, and thanks for listening. <laughs>